Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. the sports show and your coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowland Eagles varsity football team as your Eagles are at home taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots live from Homer B. Johnson Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. everybody welcome into the couch potato sports show it is me sonny clark the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your rowland eagles taking on the lakeview centennial patriots live from homer b johnson stadium in garland texas Here on the pregame show, that's being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, gutters, sidings, water damage, whatever you need a general contractor for, come in contact with my buddy Butch Wesson at 214-200-5588. He will take care of you. He will give you everything you need from all that stuff and including advice on handling the insurance companies and things of that sort. Let him guide you to what will help you get the job done and most importantly, get the job done correctly. That's Wesson General Contractors. We thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show as we are set and ready to go after last week a, I guess if you want to call it a clash, you could call it that. Um, Last week's game against the Saxe Mustangs could honestly, in reality, be the classic definition of a heartbreaker last week when it comes to the Rowlett Eagles being on the losing side of that game last week. It was a game that was oh so exciting. And first of all, folks, when we do our games, you know, games like last week are the games that we really, really live for. They're the games that we get up for. They're the games that consistently have action throughout the game and it's not a complete one-sided thing going on and we're we're looking for things to talk about because one team is dominating another. We didn't get that last week as the Rowland Eagles took on the Saxe Mustangs and unfortunately came in on the losing side of that game as they lost that heartbreaker that the 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 like i said the classic definition of a heartbreaker you know happened last week and it was it i felt 
incredibly bad last week for the Rowland Eagles as this was a football team that came out in the third quarter and scored 21 points, blanked out the Saxy Mustangs, and guess what? They ended up giving back those 21 points in the fourth quarter because of turnovers and things of that sort that ended up costing the Rowland Eagles the football game. So when you see what happened in that game and really in reality looked at the numbers and how that happened, we looked at the second half of that football game as dominating for the Rowlett Eagles in the third quarter and then kind of just shooting themselves in the foot as far as the final total as they gave up those 21 in that fourth quarter. And the, the, when you get back to how those things happened and how the scores happened, it was really something, you know, there were so many people out there for that football game. Everything was good for the Rowlett Eagles as they moved on. And we saw things that happened back and forth. And the first possession for both of the football teams was definitely something where you knew what kind of game it was going to be. As both of the teams stopped the possession of each one of the teams. So that told you, you know, right off how this could end up happening. And when there was a pass play that put out there the long, long pass play where Saxe scored first, you saw where it could maybe, and I say maybe, be a blowout because of the pursuit of the play. The pursuit of the play was going a different way, and, and guess what? They went the other way with the ball, and there was only one person really in reality to beat, and that's what ended up happening. So, as Saxe scored first, got in for the touchdown, the Rowland Eagles had the ball from their own 30, and the, the Mustangs had the lead. So, the Eagles couldn't get on the board after the initial score from the Saxe Mustangs. And then, Rowland had to punt over to Saxe from their own 40-yard line. So seeing where ended up things happening, you, you got a lot of things. You've seen a big stance by the defense of the Rowlett Eagles on a turnover on downs as they were with five minutes left to go in the first quarter, turn the Mustangs away on fourth down. That was so huge. But then the Saxony Mustangs, they came back and did it to the Rowlett Eagles as they stopped the Rowland Eagles with a turnover on downs. So we saw a lot of stuff as far as that game was concerned. Uh, just within the first amount of time and after the Saxe Mustangs had the 7-0 lead. They took that 7-0 lead into the second quarter. It wasn't until around 10 minutes left to go in the second quarter that Preston Weeks have the rushing touchdown and then they tied up the game with that 10 minutes left to go in the in the second half. Loving what we were seeing and a, a great game. Then the uh, Rowlett Eagles 
were able to recover recover a fumble by Saxe right up on their 17-yard line. That was such a huge play. And when we were calling that game, we were like, they have to score here. Because if you don't take a you know advantage of opportunities that a team like Saxe gives you, you're putting yourself in the backseat. You're not you're not gonna be able to catch up with them. Because sooner or later they're gonna open it up. So the Eagles did exactly that. They got into the end zone. The point after was good. The Eagles had a 14-7 lead. And then the Rowlett Eagles then on the ensuing kickoff lets unfortunately lets them run the ball back for the touchdown. If the Rowlett Eagles could have held that touchdown and not let that kickoff go for a touchdown, we might be talking about a football team that won that game and was on their way to winning the district championship being the Rowlett Eagles. That was a big time pressure time for the Saxe Mustangs. And, you know, say whatever you want. They had the Hammer Trophy. They wanted it back. And they tied up that game with eight minutes left to go in the first half of the football game. And then, unfortunately, Rowlett, you know, they seemed to not be able to move the ball. They had to punt the ball. Um, so, Saxe, you know, they get the ball back again after that. And then they get into the end zone with a rushing touchdown. And then all of a sudden, we're talking about the Saxe Mustangs with a 21-14 lead in this football game. And the whole thing about that is when you see all that stuff go, you saw it go into halftime with that Saxe Mustang Lee. And halftime is where you make the adjustments. And the Rowlett Eagles were on top of those adjustments as the Eagles kicked off to the Saxe Mustangs and put them on their own 26-yard line. And then... But Rowlett took over the ball on their own 44-yard line. So the whole thing that happened is then it, it started to come out. It started to go up. With six minutes left to go, the Rowlett Eagles had the ball at this inside the Saxe's 20-yard line. And the Rowlett Eagles were able to get the rushing touchdown and tie up that football game at 21. Right there, you knew. Right there, you knew this was going to be a game. After the Rowlett Eagles turned away the Saxe Mustangs on the first possession of the second half, you knew you had a ball game. I mean, you knew you had a ball game after Saxe scored, and they went back and forth, back and forth with those scores. But we knew it was going to be even a better football game after that situation where the Eagles were able to turn away the Mustangs coming out of halftime and having plenty of time to be able to make adjustments at the halftime. And the Eagles did, and they proved it. They got the ball over. They tied up the game. Then the Saxe Mustangs... Uh, turned over a possession on a turnover on downs right at the Rowlett uh, uh, on their own 26 yard uh, 27 yard line. So the Eagles were not very far away, and then a minute later, the Rowlett Eagles are in the end zone with the lead, going up 28 to 21. And it was a turning point 
It was a momentum changer when the Eagles came out in the third quarter. They continued that momentum and got the lead, which, to be honest, when you're watching the game, you don't necessarily, I'll be honest, I didn't necessarily think the Eagles were going to get back into this game until maybe the middle of the fourth quarter. But when the Rowlett Eagles took that lead 28-21, to I said, wow, this is going to end up being the game of the week everywhere. And I wasn't very far off. So after the touchdown and the Eagles getting in, you know, the, they changed possessions and everything. And then the Eagles were able to get back in for another touchdown, get this score to 35-21. to 21. There was under a minute left to go in the third quarter, and you thought this game was in the bag. Because usually people who watch football and see where they are, 14-point difference, Eagles had all the momentum, took it out of the, uh, took it completely out of the Saxy Mustangs, and had control of this football game. So when they started the fourth quarter, the Eagles were up two touchdowns. So in your mind, as a guy who calls the play-by-play, people are in the stands that kind of know football, you automatically think the Eagles are going to go to the run and kill that clock to prevent the Saxing Mustangs from getting in there and doing what they do, which is they know how to score, and they know how to score quick. And that fourth quarter definitely showed how they do it which in turn might have brought them the district championship. As the Eagles you know, started the, the uh, fourth quarter on the defensive side of the ball, but could not stop the Saxe Mustangs with a rushing touchdown. They get in for a rushing touchdown with 10 minutes left to go in this football game. So then they're only down seven. Putting themselves in, a, 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 or down eight actually, because they missed the extra point. So when they missed the extra point, you you still felt good as far as where the Rowlett Eagles were concerned. So when it was 35 to 27, you you still liked the Rowlett Eagles opportunity and their chances. So the Saxe Mustangs turned around, kicked the ball off to the Rowlett Eagles, and the Eagles started their own drive from their own 23-yard line. Now guys, this is where things started to change as the Saxe Mustangs pressed hard on the wide receivers and Preston Weeks then threw an interception with the ball on the Rowlett Eagles 23-yard line. So that left them a small field to get into the end zone. And then they turned around not more than a minute later and got into the end zone and then the score was 35-33. And then the Mustangs went for the two-point conversion. This was something and a point where the Rowland Eagles could have even also maybe still won this football game. Is as if they could have prevented the two-point conversion. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. And the Saxe Mustangs got in for the two-point conversion which really, really put the tail of the tape on this game with three minutes left to go.
where the Rowlett Eagles are sitting at a 35 to 35 top. Now we can go back to the top of the fourth, fourth quarter where we wanted to see the Rowlett Eagles run the football and they didn't and they passed the football. So they continued that through with three minutes left to go in the game and then Preston Weeks also another interception this time at the Rowlett Eagles 49 yard line and at a tie game they get that all set and ready to go so with two minutes left to go you're going to give the Saxony Mustang a short field Saxony's on their own 45 yard line they're 55 yards away and that's when it breaks out with under a minute left to go the Saxony Mustangs are able to push the ball down on a big play and then they just started rushing the ball in there they had plenty of timeouts they got in for the uh, touchdown and kicked the extra point and that was pretty much the ball game then the Eagles couldn't get back into it like I said the classic definition of a heartbreaker right there in the fourth quarter really did the Rowlett Eagles in at this point. So, as we saw the district championship slip through our fingers, now it's created a big-time congestion at second place within the district and we're going to talk about that we're going to take a quick break here on the couch potato sports show we're going to go ahead and hear from our main sponsor that's going to be butch wesson of wesson general contractors again for all your general contracting needs whether it's siding gutters roof damage anything that you have to work on in your home to improve it water all this stuff if you need a guy to get the job done if you're not calling butch wesson you're making a mistake and I'll just put it out there. That's my good buddy who has helped people through the tornadoes and got people with their insurance company to make sure the job was done correctly and done for the safety of the people within their homes. And Butch Wesson, you want to talk about sleepless nights. The guy hardly got any sleep during and right after the tornado. The guy was completely busy and kept up on top of everything he needed to do to help his customers out, especially during that trying time. Everybody knows what devastation happened when the tornado hit. That's when Butch Wesson put the gears into overdrive and started to work hard for not only his customers, but as well as the Rowlett community. Wesson General Contractors is the place to go if you need that general contractor and you don't dial 214-200-5588. I'm telling you folks, you're making a mistake. But we thank them for their sponsorship of this pregame show. We're going to take that quick break and hear from them as well as our other sponsors here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. 
At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer fields. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848. Or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are bringing you here the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and we're going to talk about them but just really quick as we go back and we look at the history of the rivalry game that is the Saxony Mustangs and the Rowlett Eagles over the past 13 years before this game happened the Rowlett Eagles had a 10-3 lead and those three games where Saxe got the victories were just recent. Recent as last year. 
as the Saxy Mustangs got the victory in 2016 and a victory back in 2013 and the victory back in 2012. Those were the three victories. So from 2004 to 2011, the Rowlett Eagles dominated this rivalry game. However, Saxy Mustangs have definitely turned that around to this point. But since 2012, the Saxy Mustangs have gotten those games. That's where it first started. It started in 2012, and they get the victory, you know, again last week. So as you take a look at the Saxy Mustangs and where they are as far as this rivalry is concerned, uh, recently, you take a look at that, and the Saxy Mustangs are right there putting the numbers up. If you remember getting the victory last week, then the, the year before in 2016, they get the victory. And then the Saxy Mustangs also get the victory back in 2013 and 2012. Since 2012, the Saxy Mustangs are 4-2 against the Rowlett Eagles. So we see a shift in the rivalry. We see the shift in the, uh, the result of that game, which is what makes the rivalry game really good, especially lately. So as the Eagles, unfortunately, do take that loss last week, the Eagles have got to change their thinking. Because as soon as they roll into what they're doing out on the football field and take that loss, it's how you bounce back from a loss like that. And when you take a loss from, you know, like last week, you got to make sure it doesn't leak into the next week. And that's what we got going on here as the Rowlett Eagles are sitting there. Now, with the loss last week, it changes a lot of things and where things are sitting. So that means we got to go to the standing in the 6A Region 2 District 10 standings to see where everything is. So as far as district is concerned, the Saxe Mustangs, they're 5-0. They, they have cleared out and pretty much set themselves up for the district championship. But what has ended up happening is, is that created a big-time, you know, you know, congestion at the second-place spot. And that second-place spot is definitely something that the Eagles have got to take notice of. But just as quickly as the Saxe Mustangs are now 5-0, you're going, wait a second, Sonny. They were 4-0 after they beat the Rowlett Eagles. Well, the Saxe Mustangs came back last night, took on another team that was fighting to try to stay in, you know, duking spot with Saxe as well. And the Saxe Mustangs pretty much buried the name of Forest Rangers 27-7 last night. So the congestion that was at second place at 3-1 with Rowlett, Lakeview, and Naaman Forest, it changed just a little bit as Saxe moved closer to the district championship and the name of Forest Rangers before last night, who were also three and one. So you had Rowlett, Lakeview, and Neiman Forest all at three and one. So now it's about positioning, guys. 
Name and Force taking the loss last night was a big loss for them. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a couple minutes. That was a huge loss, but it was sexy. So, I, I mean, I don't know how many people that really keep track of this district and really expected the Name and Forest Rangers to beat that sexy Mustang team. When you look at the Name and Forest Rangers, and you got to ask yourself, with a with a uh, a crew of only. 42 football players on that team going up against a full 60, I think it's 64, um, that's set for Saxy. You got guys playing both sides of the ball for the name of Forest Rangers. And the fact is, is that when you got teams that do that against the team that is constantly getting guys in and out of the lineup, not playing both sides of the ball, it's no great big surprise that the Saxe Mustangs did have their way with the name of Forest Rangers last night, 27-7. But what it does show in reality is, is that that Saxe Mustang defense is pretty darn good. Even with guys playing on both sides of the ball. They only gave up 27 points to the Saxe Mustangs. The Rowland Eagles just gave up 42 to them. So that's that, that name of Forest Rangers defense is for real, folks. And, I, and I'm putting it out there. So that puts this game, this spotlight game, huge tonight as the Rowland Eagles take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Because with name of Forest taking the loss, now granted, the Rowland Eagles did beat the name and Forest Rangers and how that all works out as far as the standings is really interesting because as you got to take a look at all this the scheduling that is happening for the rest of the season and what has happened during the season to put everybody where they are right now the last week standings is going to be huge if the Rowland Eagles get the victory over the Lakeview Centennial Patriots here tonight, Lakeview goes head-to-head -head for third place against the Naaman Forest Rangers in the last week of the season. So the Rowland Eagles, where they stand right now, if they take that loss... The Rowlett Eagles put themselves in a very interesting position as well. The Rowlett Eagles would drop to 3-2, and two, right there with the Naaman Forest Rangers. And then the Rowlett Eagles, when they go into their last game against the Garland Dows, need to get that victory. And then sit back and wonder what's going to happen with the Naaman Forest Rangers and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So it's imperative for the Rowland Eagles to get the victory here tonight because of the way the last two weeks ends up, especially with a loss this week against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots if it happens for the Rowland Eagles. Now, if the Eagles get that victory and they improve to 4-1, and one, that means that the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Neyman Forest Rangers will be also at 3-2. and two. And then the Rowland Eagles over these two teams would have the tiebreaker over them, which would put them in second place if they got the victory against the Garland Owls. So that's the way it works out as far as the standings are concerned. And the way that it could end up happening is, is that 
the Lakeview Centennial Patriots next week are going to have a big-time game. As far as where that ends up happening, I got to find out where all where where those teams are. But when I was looking around and looking at some of the numbers with some of the players that are in this district, we got some guys that are definitely playing well for the Rowlett Eagles. But it's the time of the mistakes that have happened is where the Eagles have got to improve on. Fourth quarter, two turnovers, two interceptions. That's something that the Rowlett Eagles can't do. So, especially here tonight, the focus has got to be on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots so they can cement themselves in second place with a victory over Garland next week. They still can't overlook that game in Garland, but just by the way the standings look and what's going on as far as the Garland Dows, there are one in three within district. So Garland is also playing North Garland tonight. Both teams have lost two games in a row. This is going to be a big one over at Williams Stadium, and we will be watching that one. Because if Garland gets that victory, they're going to move to 2-3 and three within the district with an opportunity to end up 3-3, three and three, maybe backdoor themselves into the playoffs with a victory over North Garland. And if the Garland Owls can quite possibly beat the Rowlett Eagles, they can backdoor themselves right into the playoffs. So, lots of scenarios. Likelihood scenario is, is that Saxe wins the district. If the Rowlett Eagles get the victory here tonight against Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they'll end up in second place, which in turn puts them over in Coppell, taking on the Coppell Cowboys. So, we'll be on the road for that game, as we were last year, and we'll be right there calling that game and bringing you that action in the playoffs. And that will be in three weeks. Actually, two weeks, so uh, starting here tonight. So, and what, what day that game will be on, we don't know. I'll let you know. And, and all that, the way it all works out, we'll find out. Maybe Bill Cerna, the eagle eye, who could not join us here on the pregame show today, uh, will have that information a little bit later on tonight when we're calling this one. This one's going to be a good one, guys, as the Rowlett Eagles do take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And just looking at numbers and looking at how things are going on for this football team as well um, and how well they have played up until where they got into district. Now, when you take a look at Lakeview Centennial and what they have done, you've you got to have some respect for it. And we're going to talk about that when we come back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and take a look at the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Patriots. And this is a game where Sonny is kind of torn, as we call the games for the Rowland Eagles, but both of my kids go to Lakeview Centennial. So, you know, I, I get both of the best world. I get to both see them. They're also both cheerleaders. Um, uh, Alex is a Minuteman, and my daughter is a cheerleader. Uh, they'll be there for both. I think all of the grades will be cheering in that game as well, because this is such a huge game. So um, hopefully I'll get to see both of my kids in action on the cheerleading side. I'm kind of excited about that um, as well, because I actually get to see them instead of calling the game and can't be there. So, um, 
Sunny gets the best of both worlds here tonight. So, but that having been said, um, let's take a look at that. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Here from Butch Wesson, my good buddy. For all your general contacting needs, give him a call, 214-200-5588. We'll take that quick break, and we'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Chain Lee's Taekwondo located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer landscaping services, planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree help. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let him know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. 
Tay, the sports show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, bringing you coverage of the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots here tonight as the Homer B. Johnson Stadium should be rocking up pretty good as the Eagles are playing literally for second place within the district. Saxe has clinched the district uh, with the victory last night. So uh, no one can catch them. They're going to be right there as far as winning that district. And they will keep the hammer and keep the championship over there uh, at the Saxe Mustangs. But when you take a look at the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots, as they started out this season out of district, and taking on some tough teams as well, though, as they started off the season taking on the uh, uh, Wachshahatchee. I always have a hard time saying that word. Wachshahatchee. Uh, they do take the loss in that game, 63-24. to 24. Then they come back and they take on North Mesquite. Now, folks, that is a powerhouse over there. That's a football team that plays well, and that was over at the Cotton Bowl. I was there for that game, because, and I got to see my kids cheering that one as well. Uh, but uh, unfortunately for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they took the loss 49-14, to and most of those points came you know, at the end of the game where people call it garbage time it's pretty much where uh, the prevent defense was in no um, no problem of playing that prevent defense to where they would lose the game then they took on West Mesquite which is also another good football team as well but they took the loss there 46-14 then they went over to uh, well, actually, they played this game at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. They took on Centennial out of Frisco and got that victory 35-16. to So they went into the district with a 1-3 and record. Same record as the Rowland Eagles outside of district as well. So when they went into district, they started off with the South Garland Colonels, got a victory 47-23. to Then they turn around and take the loss against the now- uh, crowned in reality district uh, champion Saxe Mustangs uh, the game that happened over at HBJ Stadium and they got that uh, loss over there 49-19 then they turned around got a victory against the Garland Owls that game was over at Williams Stadium they got a good victory there 41-10 then over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, got a good victory against the North Garland uh, Raiders, 28-17 in a close game. That happened last week. Now, they're set to take on the Rowlett Eagles, and with a loss tonight, brings up a big, big game for third place against the Neyman Forest Rangers. So, that's what's online. If the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots lose. They'll be fighting for third place against the very much improved Damon Forest Rangers football team. And I'll be honest, you can flip a coin in that one and find out and whoever, you know, you, and you may be wrong on the flip. So uh, that one's going to be a good game, and we will be watching that game. And we got to find out that um, yeah, and I'm in the process. I think I just found out. The Damon Forest Rangers and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots will be playing 
on the 10th. The Rowlett Eagles play next week on Thursday against the Owls. So I will actually be going to that Naaman Forest game next week to watch that one because that one's going to be huge. And it's also going to be another opportunity for me to see my kids as well as uh, watch this one. This one's going to be really, really good. So uh, tonight... We have to see the improvements for the Rowlett Eagles and make sure that they don't fall backward after what happened to them last week as they gave up those 21 points. And when when you get beat, or and in this case, if you really kind of look at it, the Rowlett Eagles just kind of beat themselves. It is up to the coaching staff to make sure that all those kids are ready to go in this game and make sure that their focus is on this game. So they need to definitely pick it up tonight, have a good game, because we talked about the out-of-district uh, schedule, how tough it was. They turn right around and get back into that toughness as they take on the Capel Cowboys. And the Rowlett Eagles don't want to lose that team two years in a row in the first round of the playoffs. But that's the way it's going to work out if the Rowlett Eagles get the victory here tonight and beat the uh, Garland Owls. So this one here, now the Eagles have got to make sure they get the victory. And once that victory kind of looks well in hand, they need to start working on what they're going to do to take on the Capel Cowboys because that is a tough football team, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't look out for the Capel, you would be making a mistake because that is a football team that knows how to win, and they did it last year. Not only that, they did it in convincing factors last year. So the Rowlett Eagles need to make sure they are ready to go and do what they do in order to play well so they can put themselves in a position where they can give themselves a chance in the game, if not an advantage. But let's take a look at the stats for the Rowlett Eagles, and then we're going to get on out of here as we got a big game here tonight. The Rowlett Eagles improved their passing game. They were at 189 last week as far as passing their concern. They're right near 200. The national average is 152. So passing the football, they have no problems with. Rushing the football, they're just below the average. The national average is 174. The Rowlett Eagles are at 173. Total touchdowns, the Rowlett Eagles at 29. The national average is at 30. Tackles, 54 tackles a game. They're just above the national average at 53. Sacks on the season, they're a little bit behind. They got 11 and a half sacks. The national average is 13. However, the Eagles in the interceptions department, they got 10. And the national average is 8. So, looking at the national average right there, kind of, you know, a little bit under on, on a few things, but, you know, a little bit higher on some. So, looking at the national average, as far as the stats are concerned, they look pretty good. Let's look at the numbers here. Preston Weeks, as he has completed 147 passes out of 252, that's good for 58% out on the football field, 1,861 yards 
accumulated, which averages to 232 yards a game with 15 passing touchdowns compared to five interceptions. He had three going into last week. Uh, so the inter- two big interceptions that in reality cost the Raleigh Eagles the game last week uh, improved the numbers as far or increased the numbers for interceptions for Preston Weeks. Rushing the football. The guys that are doing most of the work is Lang. 78 rushes, 472 yards. He averages 6.1 yards a carry and 59 yards a game. He's got two touchdowns. Amos, 48 carries, 280 yards. He's averaging 5.8 per carry. And um, he's got six touchdowns out on the season. And Evans, four rushes, 159. Uh, He's got two. But Preston Weeks. 100 rushes, 309 yards. You can do the math. It's very easy. Uh, he's getting 3.1 yards uh, 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 rush, which in reality, when it comes down to fourth and three or under, you, you very well see him probably running the football. He also has seven rushing touchdowns. Receiving for your Rowland Eagles out of the backfield, Amos has eight catches for 125 yards and a touchdown. Monte Lang out of the backfield with 14 catches and 128 yards. Evans, he has 26 catches, 308 yards on the season, and two touchdowns. And then Madre, 10 catches, 142 yards. Gilly, 45 catches, 510 yards. He's got five touchdowns out on the season. Booker, 11 catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. And King, who's come on, he is a sophomore. He's got five catches, 38 yards. And then Hall, also a sophomore, 20 catches, 221 yards uh, in play, and three touchdowns. Unfortunately, he's been plagued with the drops a little bit this year. So we'll watch out for that. See the improvement from this year to next year regarding Evans, and I'm sure it, it's just a maturity and an understanding of what's going to happen after he gets hit. So you can take a look at those numbers. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, as far as stats are concerned, one of my favorite stats is tackles for loss. We got Wade with four. We have Bukin with 5.5. Four for uh, Tito as well. Other guys with tackles for loss, we got one for Henderson. We got one for Dandler. Two for Ekpo. Two for Ross. And two for Martinez. One for Maglinez. But the guy that leads the team for tackles for losses is Chris Abbott, the senior himself. He's got six. I love that stat. It's one of those uh, stats that creates a lot of interest. Looking at the sacks for the Rowlett Eagles. The Rowlett Eagles have 11 and a half sacks. And leading the way with the sacks is Starks. He's got 3.5, followed by Wade, who has three. The rest of the team, half a sack for Abukin, one and a half for Taylor, half a sack for Dandler, one for Ross, half a uh, sack for Franks, who is a sophomore, who's getting in there, getting a little action, and Abbott. He's got one. Looking at some of the other stats on the defensive side of the ball, as far as interceptions, your Rowlett Eagles have 10 with a pool leading the way with three, and then we got seven players who have one. Wesley, Gale, Henderson, as well as Danler, Porter, and Abbott, all with interceptions for the Rowlett Eagles. Looking at some other numbers on the defensive side, uh, fumble recoveries, 
Poole has one, Wade has two, as well as Martinez has two, and Tito also has one. So those are big-time numbers as well. We'd like to see those fumble recoveries be up a little higher, but that having been said, that's where you are. Uh, block field goals. Abbott, or the team has two, Wade has one, and uh, Prado has one as well. Looking at some other stats up on the defensive side of the ball as far as tackles are concerned, and this is where those numbers skew all over the place, and we can start with Taylor. He has 54 uh, tackles, 43 for Dandler, 15 for Henderson, 11 for Gale, 53 for Canyon as well, 14 for Seals as well as Wesley. He's got 14. Abukin has 13 as long with Starks, who has 13. Poole has 14. Miles has 28, but leading the way in tackles is, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there, the defensive player of the year has got to be put on the junior's uh, you know, shoulders, uh, Dominitric Wade. He has a total of 74 total tackles. So you got to like those numbers on the defensive side of the ball, especially coming from the youngsters that are out on the football field, and we're going to see those guys next year. Uh, so looking at those numbers, that's what we kind of see for the Rowlett Eagles as they enter tonight's game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. We're going to be bringing you the live play-by-play -play over on the Couch Potato Sports Show. If you're listening to this show on Facebook somehow, you can actually go over to the website and pick this game up on the website at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowled Eagle Sports, and you can catch those games right over there. That is huge uh, for tonight's game because you want to know where the Eagles are and you want to see how they're doing. You can also call in and listen live via your cell phone. If you're going to the game, charge your phone, charge your Bluetooth or your headset. Make sure you're all set for the game. You can listen to the live play-by-play -play right there on your phone by calling 347-215-7497. That's another way that you can get it. Also on Facebook. Now, with what's going on as far as the internet service, I just wanted to put this out. We started off the season updating the pages for the game. The problem with us doing that is, is every time that we move away from our website that we do the broadcast on, it could create a lot of problems with our feeds where we'll end up having technical difficulties so we're staying away from those updates not because we don't want to update you it's because we want to make sure our broadcasts come off and come off well uh, so you do need to listen in now you can follow the game uh, somebody usually puts the scores up over on Twitter over on let nation so you can check that out also check out some of the Facebook stuff as well um, so just wanted to keep you apprised of that situation and keeping you up to date on the reason why we don't update during the games. We want to make sure our broadcasts come off and come off well. So that is the reason why we do it the way that we do it, and that is where we are here today. So as the Rowlett Eagles get set to take on uh, games here, the Rowlett Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, I want to give you guys a heads up. 
We are not guaranteeing the game. We're going to try to get this game up and going. This is, I need to make a schedule change with my work. I might be able to bring you the first basketball game of the season as the Rowlett Eagles take on the Wiley Pirates. Now, this is an out-of-district game. Um, it's non-conference. The game happens at 1.30 on Saturday, November 11th. Okay? So, next Saturday. Not tomorrow, but next Saturday, we may be bringing you the first basketball game of the Rowlett Eagles basketball squad. And let me tell you something. Jason Bush is one of these coaches that has his team ready he has done a very very good job taking over for the Rowland Eagles varsity basketball uh, team after the retirement of Stan Blackman five years ago so we move into the fifth season with uh, Jason Butch at the helm of the Rowland Eagles varsity uh, basketball team and uh, folks the only thing I will tell you is is that after the the uh, the taking over of that basketball squad, ba Jason Bush has done a phenomenal job with where they were. Because when when he took over this basketball team, the basketball team was had did very well, but it was a loss of three key players for that basketball team, and those three those three uh, teams. Uh, that he had to take over for. They lost uh, Carol, who is going to be graduating this year. They lost uh, also Austin Luke, which is another uh, a team that he's taking over, uh, you know, that he's taking over for. And you got to be happy with that. And then, you know, of course, you have Nathan Hawkins, who's playing over in, uh, playing for the Mustangs over in Arlington. So lots of good stuff there as this young man who took on the challenge of taking on a basketball team in the 2013-2014 season and has done nothing but outstanding work. So we'll be calling those games this year. This game is not guaranteed. This is if Sonny can make the arrangements to get on out of there fast enough. I'll be over there and I will be calling that game Saturday. And that game is over at Wiley. So I just want to put the feelers out. We'll try to get that out there to where you can hear that game, hopefully. As the Rowland Eagles, they play Friday night, or, or Thursday night. I'll get a break Friday and then come back with the game on Saturday. So that should be really good. I'm going to try to work that out. So make sure you get that there. So that's going to do it for me here on the pregame show, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor of this uh, pregame show. Of course, that is Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. He is a good man. He is a guy that I love being able to talk to you about sports and being able to spend time with. But as far as general contracting is concerned, I don't think anybody does it better here in Rowlett. Give them a call, 214-200-5588. That's going to do it for me here on the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots coming to you live from Homer B. Johnson Stadium here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Kickoff is at 7. Again, check out www.couchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagles Sports. Give us a call, 347 215 
5497497 to listen live or check us out on my Facebook and you can click the play button from there. Everybody have yourself a wonderful day. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m.